It's time for Q&A in the Kitchen. It's a podcast and YouTube series where tattoo artists in Piercer talk about some of the more common questions or topics that people who collect tattoos and piercings may have. Brought to you by Skin Kitchen Tattoo in Axiom Body Piercing. Well, the crew today is the regular crew, the motley crew, the the, the crew, the mammoth crew, the the, the crew the, that do, the crew, the crew that, that, do. that do. We do it, and we're doing it with a D and an O, yeah. not a DW, not, no, a, not a DW. It's just it's just no a, Mountain Dew. It's your no basic mountain. DO. Uh, starting over teeth. here with uh, Jimmy Saint John. What up, y'all? Yeah. Uh, tattoo artist at the Skin Kitchen. Directly next to me is Jack Lowe, owner and operator of the Skin Kitchen. Howdy. I'm Davo, body piercer and owner of Axiom Piercing. Uh, and then we got Brent Starr over here. That's me. Tattoo artist from the Skin Kitchen. And what we're going to talk about today is the worst tattoo or piercing advice you've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Well, there is a multitude of different yes. ideas on what's the best thing to do, uh, you know. Uh, just the first one that, out of all the ones I could refer, the first one that comes to my mind is uh, to use Vaseline. Ooh, yeah. Coated in Vaseline. Yeah. That'd be gross. the worst. And, you know, there wasn't uh, as much known, not only of just, you know, medicine-wise back then, but tattooing, it was so sparse and spread out, so you didn't have a big community of yeah. artists that could talk together online, you know? They all got a little snippet of something from their buddies. And it was so yep. secretive, too. So, yeah. So well, it, even when you give aftercare instructions, the customers nine times weren't listening. Yeah. Like, or, I had a guy call in one shop. We used to wrap them with uh, saran wrap, yeah. leave it covered for an hour or until you get home, take it off, wash it, blah, blah, blah. And this dude called up and he was like, man, how long do I leave the plastic wrap on? It's been like mm. three weeks and it's starting to smell. I'm like, you should go to the doctor. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's yeah, crazy. he had left the wrap on for like uh, three weeks. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Baked in gross. that infection. Oh. And not only did they not have a lot of knowledge or as much knowledge, we'll say, uh, you know, about how skin reacts and heals during a tattoo process, but they didn't have as many products nope. to mm. help them. Yeah. You know, heal something. It was very, yeah. you know, yeah. Vaseline was kind of a, a coverall you know, thing, and um, maybe they were thinking that'll kind of protect it, you know, keep it from drying out. A little too good, though. But all it does is set on your skin. It's a petroleum-based product, so it's a very oily, it, it stays around a while, which is which can be okay in certain applications, but with a tattoo, uh, you don't want to smother it under this, yeah. you know, grease. It blocks yeah. the flow of oxygen. It, it's got to yeah. breathe. Do you remember and what people put A&D on them? And, and it collects every little droplet yeah. of dirt floating around in the air, and it just makes a magnet out of it because <laughs> yep. it stays greasy and wet all day. So, you know, it. and there's other reasons it's bad, yeah. too. So um, I used to hear that a lot, you know, back in the day, you know, yeah. in my first five, eight, years or so yeah. in the business that was so i just put vaseline on it no no, no. uh but uh that's probably done a lot of tattoos a lot of harm over yep. the years mm -hmm. yeah, yeah when i first totally. started getting tattooed it was petroleum jelly or it was a and d a and d was a yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's not a good idea no. and, and no. it was always slathered on yes like yeah. it never yeah. just like the really applied. From strip, uh, what is it strip tease when they put all the uh, Vaseline all over him, he's like, oh, oh yeah. squishy and stuff. Yeah. Like, Why do you do that? He's like, I don't more get squishes is, in my boots. More is not necessarily better in this <laughs> uh, deal. And no. uh, they would usually tell you to just 
lathered it on. Yeah, yeah. Now we got the derma film and the, all that good stuff. It uh, kind of idiot proofs it almost. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like in a, yeah, in a way, you know, you you're can at the flaky zone. Yeah, and but there's still kind of I've been learning since I've been using it for I don't know several months now. Uh, I've kind of it's pretty much if I yeah every time I bandage a tattoo I do that. Mm-hmm. It's just so easy. And there's so many benefits to it at the same time that it's almost like, why would you not use yeah. it? Right. Um, but there is still kind of an art form, I think, of knowing, no, not only on our side, how long to tell them to leave it on, depending on what, where the tattoo is and what type of tattoo it is and everything else. <coughs> but it's kind of on them knowing kind of how to read mm-hmm. what's going on under that bandage and knowing when the sweet spot or the good time is to take it off. Um, and then you've got the factor of it could just come off, yeah. you know, yeah, it is yeah. sticky stuff, but there are times, I don't yeah. know if it's client to client where their skin might be, uh, produce more oils or, yeah, you know, agree. something like that. But, um, so there is, it's not, it's not foolproof, but no. it's the closest thing we have. Yeah. And it's such a big jump and takes so many factors out of those critical first, you know, three to four or five days. It takes that completely out of the equation. Yeah. You know, you don't have to worry about abrasions or shirts or pants rubbing it keeps all the bad stuff out mm-hmm. and the good stuff in let your body get to work so it's pretty damn close yep. yeah. and being a volunteer guinea pig we found out that you don't <laughs> expose it to sunlight directly for long periods of time yeah we've been learning uh, along yeah. the way you don't leave it on for yeah. more than like a week because it gets real dark and it will not light back up <laughs> stuff like that well, Thank and, you that's kinda, and that's <laughs> where that's the learning curve on our side to right. go okay I, you know, this is black and gray. I want it to heal about in this range. So, you know what? (gasps) Two days, take that off, Mm -hmm. wash it, you know, and if you still feel it's, you know, kind of got some more healing to do, uh, or if you can come in or send me a picture and, uh, I'll say whether or not to put that second piece I gave you, you know, I'll do that a lot. You know, if it's in a spot Mm -hmm. where it's just kind of in the way and, uh, the stuff I use, it's usually got about a three day sticky life Yeah, and it's, it's very, it's very sheer. So it'll kind of start coming off in pieces if you leave it on much more than that. So I'll give them another piece, you know, Mm -hmm. if it's a really heavily saturated tattoo and kind of a tricky area, I'll do that. So there is kind of an art to it. Will you give them a piece, like send them home with a piece to reapply? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, right. it kind of gets like the edge of a you know, like anybody you've had anything taped for a long period of time, and it starts yeah. getting kind of that blacky, gross look. Mm-hmm. On the edge. Go to get well, a little red and irritated too sometimes. Yeah, it doesn't. But the cool thing is, it it breathes in a way to where it doesn't like waterlog or saturate yeah. or make it a sw- it doesn't well, swamp your skin out. What I was mm-hmm. talking about is how it starts peeling off. Oh That's yeah, it when it starts. Yeah, it pretty much if you time it right and you use it right. You skip that part too. Yep. Yeah. You just take off the the wrapper and it's done for the most part. Yep. You you'll use some you know uh, lotion on it for a while just because your skin is rejuvenating and it needs a little extra and it'll you know help it along. But other than that, it really kind of mm. takes a lot of the yep. guesswork out. Makes it's it a Jimmy lot proof. easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Next. Uh, I remember, and I don't know who did the tattoo, and this is would have been the late '80s. Um, but it was on a friend of mine, and he got like a solid. It was kind of a punk rock skinhead tattoo. It was a Gnostic front tattoo of two Doc Martin boot prints. And uh, the guy that did it told him, like, he called up and goes, It's scabbing a lot. And he goes, What you need to do is fill your bathtub up with as hot a water as possible and then soak it in there. Oh, oh God. man. Soak Bad. it and soak a, a healing tattoo. 
is probably one of the worst. The worst things yeah. you can do. Yeah, yeah it literally just oh, it turned into a bloody mess. Mm-hmm. No, you can. And you can certainly do that the right after, like within yeah. a day. You know, you uh, yeah. Japan. A lot of times, I think it is that they, you know, uh, tell you to take a sauna or a sauna or a um, steam bath. Uh, a, a spa, like a yeah. tub, like a bubble tub, yeah. one of those jacuzzi, mm-hmm. jacuzzi yeah. you know, or... set in a hot bath. Uh, I don't know, you know, what they believe if it somehow sets the ink or somehow just cleans it really well. But you can do that within a day. But once you start, yeah. your body starts making that protective scab, that protective layer, if you waterlog it, mm, it's, it's going to fill up with that water. And then when it dries out, it's going to fall off yeah. too soon. And yeah. the skin underneath is not ready to not have something protecting it. And then that's when you do a lot of damage. It's a yeah. disaster that, usually. Well, I know I heard that when I was in Japan, but like what their idea was is when you're fresh <coughs> tattooed within that first 24 hours, um, since we didn't have a, a derma scan and stuff at the time to, to hold that plasma and whatnot in, the healing part of your body mm-hmm. that's oozing, it was the idea was to, instead of letting that make a big, huge cookie scab, if you washed that really good with super hot water and got all that off, then you could put like a layer of uh, moisturizer on it, and it would it would heal thinner and right. faster instead of being heavy like cookie scabbed and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. Yeah, I'll usually... But, yeah, back before the the stickers, the yep. sticker stuff we use now, as I affectionately call it, that was kind of the that what I'd tell people. You know, <clears throat> it's usually you can get away with watching it for the first few days. Kind of depends again on the type of tattoo, where it was. Mm-hmm. You know, if the if you push the skin to its max, or it went in just flawlessly, and you can't believe you're finally that good, and then you screw <laughs> up the next one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would tell them, you know, kind of wash it for as long as you can get away with it. Once yep. you start seeing, you know, if there starts getting any spots you know, that are kind of starting to get, you know, protect itself and whatever, then keep it clean, but don't actively wash it. You know, it is a fine line of keeping it clean, but not hurting it. Once you let it get dry enough to scab, it's scabbed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's usually, I'd say, you know, first few days, wash it a couple times a day, you know, and then after, you know, right around that third, fourth day is when you're going to kind of start seeing it. You know, shelling up or, you know, getting that protective layer. It's probably, you know, 90 times out of 100 or more, thankfully, tat- my tattoos will heal just like a sunburn with a very, mm-hmm. you know, like a light mm-hmm. flake. But uh, there are those people that heal rougher. But as long as you don't screw it up, the scab, yeah. the healing process, as long as you don't get in your body's way, it'll heal up just as fine as anything yeah. else. And I think that's a lot longer. of the problem is just kind of. You know, the client is a little impatient or they kind of get in their own way and, you know, like uh, they want to take a good care of, you know, the tattoo or piercing and they kind of over overdo it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's usually when people like over apply a product, whatever they're using is they think, you know, well, I got to keep this thing lubed up. And that's yeah, it's it's the philosophy that if you know that. (laughs) That's why I know a few drug addicts. If one works. (laughs) 15 are going to work even better. better. (laughs) Um, And it's the same with piercing. If you, uh, you know, cleaning more than a couple times a day is only going to prolong the overall healing period. Yeah, because part of it is, is it produces that discharge to get rid of uh, waste and et cetera. But it also is in the initial week or so, it's also to kind of trap the blood in and mm-hmm. keep the things out. Right, protects, protects it. it. It's like a scab. So if you're constantly cleaning that off of there, 
Don't then your body's going, hey, hey, wait a second. What did you just, now I got to do that all over again? It took yeah. me all night to do that, man. You know yeah. what? We just spent all day making that wall. <laughs> you come in here, you knock it over, you set my guys back, and, and you're going to be mad at the end of the day when we ain't got it done on time. Exactly. I'm just saying, there might be some freaking scar tissue here. I don't know. We'll play it out. It's up yeah. to you, big guy. Yeah, yeah something like that. Um, yep. So why don't we just go through the list? We might as well just go through the list of bad products. We've got mm. a uh, petroleum jelly and do ointment. Um, yep. Neosporin. No, God. Oh, no. It says right on the tube do not use yeah. on puncture wounds. Tattoos are punctures. Mm. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's piercing. And all this stuff will pretty much relate to Triple piercing, too. Antibiotic. Uh, I've yeah. had a lot Ointment. of people mention yep. uh, triple antibiotic. I, I put it triple antibiotics. No. No. no, no. Um, Bastrace and zinc. Nope. Um, Listerine. I remember Ooh. that was a thing for yeah, a month when, or for two. The, for tongue piercings, that, I remember that. Oh, for tongue piercings. No, what? I remember people like, oh yeah, you just spray it on there. Oh, what? weird. I can't remember what shop I've it was. It, and I'm like, what? I've seen it used as a like a soap or a cleansing, you know, it, product it, it, while you're while you're tattooing, but not as an aftercare. It's like, and it, I, what I could always think is like, I knew like Sherry, she used to use it as a just yep. you know to clean off. Yeah, it's a, like green between. soap. She would use it. Yep. And then I think it's just this logic. Well, if it works during the tattoo, it probably will work afterwards. Yeah, but it's you're doing. You want two different responses from right. whatever you're putting on the tattoo at those two different yeah. times. Yeah, yeah exactly. you want to you want to clean it and cleanse it and wash it off so I can see what I'm doing. But then after you want to you know moisturize it and protect it, but mm -hmm. not not dry it attack, out, agitate yeah, it, not right. attract dirt and grub. So yeah, people are pretty funny. Um, peroxide <laughs> is horrible. Peroxide, <laughs> witch hazel, yeah. yeah, mineral oil. Yep. I don't know why anybody do that. Um, I did have somebody that said they were that somebody had told them to use olive oil. Which yeah, I'm not you know quite what? Quite sure how that would work. I think I've now. This That's is crazy. the you know, like I said, ninety times out of a hundred, you're you know, it's going to heal fine and not get a big heavy scab. Yeah. So really, yeah, if you used a really small amount of maybe olive oil or whatever, as long as your hands are clean and the olive oil is a good olive oil that's not old or you scratched it off someone's pasta, yeah, you know, that, that's, that will moisturize your skin. And if I you know don't people, they, overdo they actually it. soak in it mm -hmm. for their hands and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that kind of made sense, but I'm a little leery of... But the, but the, this is the deal, and it, it always cracks me up. You know, you'll say, okay, use this for this long. <laughs> well, can I use this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just well, that just use, the, yeah. use this. Yeah. I, I told you. You know, I don't know if coconut milk out of you, you know, from wherever will work. I haven't used it. Yeah. I, I, I haven't had 30 years involved in that. But it's Tahitian coconut milk. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> it's so, shea butter. Yeah, shea always, butter was a big thing for a Yeah, yeah shea yeah. butter. Cocoa, uh, coconut oil, shea butter. Um, um, Aspirin paste, that's no. a big thing with piercings. No. Oh, you got a bump? Well, put aspirin paste on it. Yeah. It'll ri it'll destroy that bump, but that ain't going to stop and, the bump from coming back. And, yeah. Nope. And it'll stop from AFib, maybe, but. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> paste me. <laughs> um, rubbing alcohol. That's yeah, rubbing alcohol is a big that's one. That's horrible. Uh, it, it is amazing because they always do that. It's like I'll go, we sell this for $10 a can. Uh, Nelmed, it's sterile saline. I can't tell you how much easier this is. Comes out in a fine mess is ten bucks, or you can find it at you know Walgreens or any truck yeah. stores and stuff like that. You can find sterile saline in a fucking can. Um, and they'll go, uh, can I just mix that up at home? 
If you have or, a sterilizer, maybe. Or yeah, or the, or the other one is... Uh, the sea salts, remember is, that? Is that the same as... Yeah, that we, we did sea salt for a long period mm-hmm. of time. Mm-hmm. They'll say, is saline... You mean the stuff I put use for my contacts? No. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they're Not two different the things. Thing. They're two different things. Um, oh, medical grade soaps is a big one. And what I do you think mean? the, the pro, uh, Hibiclans. To use as a cleaner for both piercings and tattoo. Uh, yeah. It would have yeah, dried just it put out some comet with bleach on it and scrub it with a <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's clean. Pillow uh, pad and it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and I and it wasn't mentioned. It was mentioned not to use, but the reason why you don't want to use like a triple antibiotic is one, it's got a bunch of funky stuff in there that more people are going to be allergic to. Yeah. So it, it raises the chances that you're going to have allergic reaction. You got away with putting 42 colors in your arm, but yeah. when you were healing it, you put a cream on there that has a, a chemical in it or a compound in it that your body hates, and now you screwed up your tattoo when you didn't have to because there's other things that aren't yeah. that don't have the possibility of triggering those types of problems. Exactly. And additionally, here's the thing that, I, and, and this is how the industry's changed, both both piercing and tattooing is we learned, like at the very beginning, everything we did for aftercare, at least with piercing, very much so, by that time, tattooing had kind of evolved, was to fight off the possibility of infection. We yeah. had to do everything to kill everything. It didn't take into account that you have an immune system yeah. and that you have a colony of bacteria that in other microorganisms that actually live on your skin that help protect you against an infection. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things you're introducing are killing off that colony yeah. of bacteria and introducing an area where invaders can come in and go, hey, fine, eating here. Uh, you knocking down the freaking walls here. Exactly. <laughs> You're working yeah, against exactly. yourself. All the defense you had, you killed. You want a scar? You want a scar? <laughs> That's yeah. how you get a scar. And, and most of the antibi- antibacterial ointments, creams, salves, soaps, etc., kill good bacteria. Everything. It's it's like a nuclear weapon. It isn't it isn't precision. It just kills yeah, everything. Par- it carpet bombs the whole area. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're not leaving anything alive. We're killing everything. Yeah, that's or, bad, ugly. And, <laughs> and with the petroleum based stuff, part of the reason why it's petroleum based is ease of of of, of putting it on application. But yeah. it's also the petroleum starves the oxygen yep, and smudge. other things. It makes it hard for it to reproduce. And all kinds of dirt in the world so to it. It's going to leave that film that not only is going to slow down foreign pathogens from reproducing, but also the, the colony that lives yeah. on the surface of your skin. And that's exactly why Lubriderm is I, the best thing I found. And yeah. it was kind of by accident. I had gotten tattooed. I was, man, it's getting yeah. a little dry. I need something. I looked around. That's what was there and used it. And it worked so good. I was like, damn. For a while, they were putting you know, in their I bottles real, like I, number one yeah, tattoo yeah, yeah. lotion. Right, because yeah, <laughs> Sherry was Sherry flat out told me to just use hand lotion. Yeah, the, and I've been using hand lotion forever, but yeah. Lubriderm specifically I as like a hand lotion, <clears throat> it 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 adds moisture to your tattoo, and it goes away. Yeah, it there doesn't have that weird film. There's no sticky, wet, greasy <laughs> residue on there if you no. apply it correctly. Yep. It and man, I twice a day is really all I have to use that stuff, yeah. yes. and it's great. Before, like more watery, watered down type of lotions, not only would they uh, they wouldn't absorb very well, and they would leave that kind of oh, wet. Th- hey, dirt, come here. We're having a party. Yeah. Kind of sticky surface left over and uh man i use that stuff and i haven't looked back it's really yeah, it's good it's, stuff yeah it's the mm-hmm. same way with well, uh 
Go ahead. A lot of people like to use Aquaphor because Aquaphor. it's heavier and it's more yeah. breezier type, like like an A and D. And I mean, it's okay for some people, but like just like you're saying, I like the Lubriderm because it dried up and went away. It didn't leave a film. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and Aquaphor is it's is good stuff. Is great stuff too. It's real real good. But um, after you put it on, it, it's it, kind of greasy seem, yeah. it, for about it's, ten minutes. It's harder yeah. to use. Right, it you yeah. know right. it's yeah. it's harder to get the right amount, you know. Yeah. Uh, but but then again, there's like twenty or thirty different types of lubriderms now. So <laughs> you know, the, with with this, and, with shea butter, with yep. you know, aloe, with everything else. And that's yeah. one of the reasons I was going to the the uns is the fact that there's none of that stuff scented. Yeah, it's got yeah. to be non scented. And, and that's great and, about aquaphor. Um, yeah, everything, every other motion or lotion you out there has some kind of weird scent to it. And if you don't yeah. know anything scented, it scent the base of it is alcohol. Alcohol, it's not going to. And you don't want to put alcohol. In yeah, anything. perfume yeah. has. Dry out. Like oh. if you ever, uh, when you were a kid, think that per- perfume might taste as good as it smells. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never was that stupid. It's kind of like that, just because it smells good. <laughs> does the not closest taste I ever good. came to that was I was looking. I was my grandmother hid caramels. And I got into her cupboard and found this big jar of all these foil wrappings on it and thought, oh, wow, caramels, I found them. And it turned out oh. to be bunion cube. Oh, I found yeah. About five seconds. The booyah. <laughs> you got booyah. I got yeah. booyah. Yeah. I had a babysitter that had, like, she baked a lot. She did wedding cakes and all kinds yeah. of stuff and catered. And she would buy that baking chocolate. It's non-sweet. You know what I'm talking about? Semi-sweet yeah. chocolate. Oh, dude, oh, I yeah. thought I had found the jackpot one day. And I went to eat some of that crap and... It was horrible. I think most people, uh, most kids have had to fall into that. Like, yeah, find yeah, the baking chocolate, yeah, chocolate, and it's just bitter as yep. all get out. Well, I got the perfume by accident. Mom, I'd come to the bathroom behind mom, and I'm talking. Oh, yeah. And she's spraying perfume on it. I get it in the mouth. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not as good as It's not yeah, good. Yeah. It's like Aquanet. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Might want to avoid no. those uh, pierced and tattooed areas <laughs> yes. with that stuff. It's not going to yeah. be nice. Yeah. Not friendly. It's not going to be nice. I think it, more than anything else, the worst advice for piercing and tattooing both is anything that increases the amount of contact you have with said tattoo or piercing. That's why that twice a day mm-hmm. thing is a is a huge bonus because you don't have to f with it. Yep. Yeah. Always wash your hands first before you handle your stuff. And like if you got your belly button pierced, you're like, I'm not touching it. You're mm-hmm. touching near it, and germs move. They're mobile. They don't just stay stationary. Exactly. Dude. So quit touching anywhere near it without washing your hands. And yeah. it's like I watched somebody. This is about. I don't know who it was. It was at it was at a bar actually. So it had him in last summer because they were wearing a T-shirt, and they they had what I it was just nice shiny new tattoo here, and they kept scratching all around it mm-hmm. the yeah. whole night because they knew they couldn't scratch the tattoo, right. but they were scratching around it to kind of stimulate it. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's a really good way to get an infection. Yeah, uh, your dirty ass fingernails, leaving yep. all that bacteria and everything else all yeah. around there. Yeah, a Leave better the- thing to do is wash your hands and then, <clears throat> excuse me, and then lightly pat, pat. kind of mm-hmm. smack or slap the area lightly, and that will stimulate that kind of satisfaction of itching yep. it. But you're not, yeah. you have way less like you're way less likely to discur- like disturb the girls with that yeah. doesn't mean that you should slap it hard. No. no. Lightly so you don't, you <laughs> know, just come on. Not like yeah. it owes you money or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah, not like it's, it's uh, yeah. kind of a straight up and down technique because you don't yeah, want to, you know, scrape, push yeah. or scrape the, the scabs exactly. off. Exactly. Um, yeah. Piercings itch too, but there's not really any remedy other than just deal, deal with, with it. it. Um, usually it's the, anti- it's the histamines. Mm-hmm. 
Um, even though I'm not a medical doctor, though I play one on TV. No, nice. um, I always nobody watches like show. one possibility <laughs> is an antihistamine will help a little bit. Um, if it's nose piercings, then like blowing into like a cup of water, like in your hand, will sometimes get rid of that itchiness. Mm. Uh, but beyond that, no. take a Benadryl and pass out. You can still kind of like pat around the area for piercings, just yeah. just don't hit it. It just saying, yeah. I have never had that itching with piercings. Oh, I don't understand. Either. I'm not. I guess I'm not wired that way. What about uh, dry healing? Um, I've done it to myself. I don't recommend it for the usual average customer. Because I'd, I'd have clients come in every now and then and say, "Oh, the last guy said just don't do anything." I've yeah, had people do that, and some I I think some skin types just naturally can get away with that. Yeah, and uh, most of us can't. So you know? if they're more greasy. Yeah, if they're a greasy yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah, I don't know what the... Uh, uh, if you can greasy. stand it to get really heavy scabbed and and resist yeah. the urge to pick at it because they want to see what it looks like or mess with it, then great. But 99.9% 9 .9 of us cannot do that. Mm -mm. Well, see, I was never... I, I was always too paranoid that if I picked at it, it'd just destroy and it does. the tattoo. And it does. It does. It well, I, was I, think, like, ah. I think the reason maybe people tell <laughs> their clients that, or particular artists do, is because they know their work and they, you know, they know how their work heals. Yeah. They know what they just did. And they're confident enough to go, yeah, just keep it clean. You know, keep it out of the sun and everything. But really, you don't have to do much. It'll just do its thing. It might not be that bad of, of a way to go. The only, the only reason I always tell my Lubriderm or my, uh, and it is Aquaphor that fucking rules. Uh, Lubriderm's great too, but Aquaphor is is the jam. So anyway, the reason I tell them to do that, it's more of a safety net because yeah. it's not going to hurt it. Yeah. But if you do heal rough, if you are, you know, a long healer, if you, you know, just got over being sick and your body's not quite ready to fight uh, your heat, you know, then that's going to help and, and make it more comfortable to where you're that's, less that's likely big, to itch it. Yeah. That's a big part is it does yeah. make it more comfortable. Right. Because when you're dry mm -hmm. healing, it's going to be... It itches. It's going to be like, you know, it's middle of winter. You're more likely to pick at it. And you know, and yeah. you've been out in the cold the whole time and your hands, you know, crack and that whole thing. That's what it's yes. going to be like. So, yeah. You know, put some lotion on it. Yeah, for the fan of heart. I'll yeah, have lazy lotion on its skin. I'll have lazy clients come back from time to time and say, yeah, I didn't do anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and it healed great. Yeah, uh, and you know, some people <laughs> tend to have you know the, their technique or whatever produces maybe a longer healing period, maybe more scabbing. That's not wrong. Like I said, no. as long as it just yeah. takes a, li it's just a little harder and takes a little more work to get it to heal great. It just opens up the window of you can fuck this up now. Well, yeah. I covered and, it with mud. Yeah, then I right? wrapped it in corn. Yeah, yeah. 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 some paper, added a diaper <laughs> on it, let the cat scratch it when it itches. Because, yeah. it, oh, like David yeah, was, yeah, like David was saying, you you already have stuff that's going to heal you. Right. Yeah. You know, so there's something to be said for that. As long as, you know, you're not giving your body too much to fight, or if your immune system in some way or for some reason isn't quite up to snuff, I guess the we want to give you that safety net and give you a less likelihood of scratching it and itching it yeah. because it's uncomfortable. And the biggest sure. thing people need to remember with both forms of aftercare is the part that you're you're told what to do and what you need to do is usually about a quarter of an inch to an mm -hmm. inch. The part about everything you don't want to do fills up at least a page, page, page and a half. So it's more about not doing That's than a good it point. is about doing. That's very true. And yeah. a lot of times when I'll go through like my pre uh, the consultation before a piercing, you can tell these people like, oh, God, this is going to be so much work. 
And I will notice this in them and I'll go, you know, here's the deal. You just got to clean it twice a day and just practice some common sense. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know for sure if you have it. So I have to cover the stuff that yeah. could really mess it up that honestly someone could just n- not think of. Yeah. Right. And that's what it is. It, it triggers things that they normally don't think of. Yeah. Like, exactly. like oh, a crap, I'm going on vacation next month. You know, that yeah. kind of stuff. So, yeah. It's kind yeah, of I've a had... blanket all possibilities <laughs> as much as you can yeah. without detrimentally, you know, yeah. without adding any detriment to the healing. Because we've all done piercings and tattoos and like you're halfway through it and they're like, so is like a swimming pool going to bother this? I'm yeah. like, yeah, you can't get in for two weeks. Oh, I'm leaving yeah. tomorrow I'm for like the Bahamas. Team. I'm oh, like, yeah. well, well, you're well, not going to swim at the beach. I have gone through it during the consultation, did the piercing, and then gave them the aftercare, then and they then they called me two hours later to ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, because they were so attentive. Yeah. I like when you go out in the parking lot and there's like littered with all the aftercare sheets that we make, and they're just everywhere where they've dropped them off on the way to the car to the that, I haven't noticed <laughs> that here, but no, here I have, do that, but I have seen shops, it happen, yes. and there is the occasional one, and whether they walked off with it or dropped it, but yeah, you know, it's it it it's some it's more important to some people, and it's less yeah. important to others. I have some people that almost have this religious yeah. relationship with their tattoos, yes. mm-hmm. and they're their favorite thing in the world. And then I've had other clients that are just kind of like they're buying a shirt. You know, that's it's cool. I love it. It's neat, but I, you know, I'm not that invested to it. You know, I don't have, I don't spend that much of my mental time, I guess. You know, thinking about it, that it's just a thing. And so, I think part of that, which is fine. Part of that comes with the experience of getting tattooed. Yeah, yeah. Because some people learn after they've gotten one or two, and the same thing with piercings, that they need a little more attention mm-hmm. than maybe everybody else does. Mm. Yeah. And in, and everybody heals differently. And that kind of, we, we give you kind of a, we give you a foundation to work off of. Mm-hmm. So like with some people, you need a little extra babying, you need a little extra isolation, you need a little extra that and this and avoiding this. While other people, it's like, oh, I, I went out and I, I, I'm a pro wrestler and yeah, I, about this. I went soon, you know, I went and did this and did this and yeah, I stayed up for four days and blah, blah, blah. And, and it healed perfectly. Yeah. And it's really only a problem. If at the end of the day you come back and go, hey, this didn't heal very well. Yeah. And the other side is that you're going to tell everybody that I did that. And then you did some things that more than likely hurt what that thing looks like. So you're kind of making it harder for me to have make a living because you didn't care, you know. Uh, um, you put the effort in. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why we kind of. Make sure to, you know, have this proven method at least as far because it changes artist to artist because yeah, right. people uh, work different. They know their work. They know their evolves. And they're more likely they're going to stand. But if look at it this way, it's like when you buy anything and it has a warranty, as <coughs> long as you don't take a shit in it and it <laughs> breaks, you know, change, yeah. you know, but if you but if you took a shit in it and then you bring it back and you're upset at the person, right. it's like. Uh, come on, man. Yeah. So we're just trying to go, hey, if you do it this way and then you come back, not only am I way more likely to, to help you out and to fix you up, but you're 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 teaching me that this method might need some work. Right. You know, yeah. no, I did. I did what you said, but it did this and it did that. Yeah. And then I can go, OK, if he's doing the same thing everybody else did, I did. I, I did use that new ink that I got. And that's where a lot of the, okay, I'm going to keep an eye on that and I'm going to do some more research, you know. It helps it us, helps us get better right. and, and get that, 
healing refined and get something that's almost foolproof and is going to give you the best results. And I don't know about you guys, but I usually tend to like when I'm changing anything in aftercare, I usually try it out on clients that actually if I, I have a relationship with. That yeah, that's the best. I'm guinea pig on myself. So that, and I know they're the type of people that if there's a problem, they'll get back to me right mm -hmm. away. Um, instead of just unleashing it on the general public. Yeah, and that's yeah. a great uh, way to do it, you know. Yeah. Um, and it, it comes down to even techniques or something. Oh, yeah, that was the one where I was trying, you mm -hmm. know, I, I had my machine set up this mm -hmm. way to try to do this, yep. and that this was the result. Okay, boom, now I can adjust and try to improve that. Yep. But it, only if, you know, you took care of it and the right way and the same way, then, it, then that takes out a factor, Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. So... It, it, and no, like I said, if you screwed it up, hey, that's okay. I know yeah. there's things that import more important, or you you're new at this. Fine, I'll I'll fix you up. But let's get better next time, kind right. of thing. Um, or go, yeah, I fucked it up. Yep. You know, it looked just, beautiful, just, but I fucked it up. You know, yeah, that still sucks when you tell people who did it. But more than likely, you're gonna know that you fucked it up, and most people are gonna tell them, yeah, it did look better. I I was rough on it. And you figure out, and they're going to be happy to figure out a way to fix it for you. Because yeah, because we they, want it to look great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't come in going, "Hey, man, you fucked us up." Yeah, not really. Yeah, I mean, uh, I went out and welded, and there's all these yeah. spots right here. I laid out on the right. beach for like 14 hours with no sunblock on. I mean, it's got blisters on it. What did you do? Like, I didn't do anything, dude. You baked yourself. Yeah, so and most artists will know. Yeah, yeah, we can tell. We can kind yeah. of tell. Most, yeah. most know they've done thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of tattoos, yep. and they've seen thousands and thousands of tattoos healed, yep. and they know the ones that were taken care of or the ones that you picked at or mm -hmm. the ones that you dry yep. healed, you know? That was more of a thing it's at the walk-in shops a lot, the street shops. Yeah. Like, people come in, and they'd be like, the perfect, it's the tattoo's perfect. And, like, one little spot where you knew it was going to scab heavy or whatever. Oh, the ink fell out right there. Did you pull the scab off? Yeah. No. Well, uh, <laughs> see, that's yeah, the thing. That's a like, yes. Yeah, you've got. Yeah. You get to a point where that's you just, where you pulled you, the scab off. I can see the you, little star yeah. pattern. Like I can see it. I had <laughs> this guy. His name. He, I won't say his name. But <coughs> anyway, I knew him well, and he was kind of a little shit. You know, he, we would tease around a lot, and he was just kind of a man's man kind of dude and a little rowdy. So anyway, he comes back after, and this was back in the age of old English lettering. Mm -hmm. So I did some old English lettering across his bicep, and uh, he comes in, and he's like, hey, man, I don't know what's up, but, man, that thing that thing fell out, man. I don't know what's going on. And so I, I took a look at it. I go, he freaking picked it. He yeah. goes, looks at me like, no, I didn't, no, I didn't, and swore up and down. I'm like, you freaking picked it. So anyway, I redo it, and I go, don't pick it this time. <laughs> Ran into him a few months down the road, probably at some bar, and he comes up to me, buys me a drink, and he's like, man, I don't know how you knew, but I picked that <laughs> shit out of that tattoo. Yeah, we can tell. I yeah. had a lady come in one time, and she's like, um, I don't know what's wrong with this. Uh, it, it's not healing right. And this was probably about two weeks. You know, it should be pretty much done healing by, by this point. Yeah. And, uh, it, and it was like this little fairy that was on her forearm. Um, she uh, definitely picked at it. And <laughs> I'm looking at it and I'm like, so you haven't scratched or picked at it at all, right? Oh, and no. uh, she's like, no, 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 no. And as I'm trying to like figure out a, a time to book her for a touch up, you know, in, in a couple more weeks, uh, based on how it's healing, uh, she's absent-mindedly when I'm like asking her questions. Rubbing. Rubbing she starts, it. yeah, she starts rubbing it and then picking at it, and I was like, <laughs> "What are you doing right there?" And she's, "Oh no, oh I." I I was just doing that. Do that. Yeah, I was just like, oh, uh -huh. <laughs> Busted. But yeah, I went ahead and just scheduled it I anyway had, because I wanted it to look good. Of course. Right. I had a client's kid knock him off recently. 
Oh, perfect. Was, was, <laughs> uh, the spy. It was one of those, oh, I don't know what happened. The jewelry fell out. And uh, the kid's sitting there, and, you know, mom swears up and down that nothing happened. She didn't do anything to it. We got it back in, so there's that good news. Yeah. That's but, rare. like, the kid's sitting there, and he goes, he goes, remember, mom, when you were trying to change it, I told you you should wait. Zing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, so what Busted. happened there? And then that means we've got to guess what happened and try to adjust it's without having easier. knowledge that was just right there. Yeah. You know? just told and us, come up with an instant fix right opposed yeah. to going through a big long or just be honest we're not gonna yeah. scold you dude we're just trying to life, figure out how yeah. to help you yeah. you life don't even happens. want to know the number of mistakes i've made in my life you make right. a couple then just own up to it yeah, say man. you're sorry and, move and if along. it's and if yeah. it's the fear of having to pay to get it fixed or whatever well then take better care of it yeah and that doesn't mean that we don't almost always you know fix it yeah, fix you up no matter yeah, what happened work, you geez. know but geez you know, right. you're only working against yourself there, pal. You yeah. know, <laughs> just you take better care of it, and then you don't have to. I've given away so many pieces of jewelry just <laughs> yeah. basically well, yeah. that I knew that person messed it up. And anyway, but. Which only it. raises your prices. Yep. Well, that's a you're good just thing about us. other people. I'm a horrible on lifters. stuff, and I'll let Jack tattoo me, and then, like, knowing that I don't heal stuff well, I'll pay attention to it. We try these new products, like the Sandy Derm, when we found it and stuff, yeah, like. Yeah. You know, let's see if you can not fuck this up. Like, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, look, look, I, it, I did my, my horrible stuff proof? and it worked out great. Proof. Yeah. Just, you know? just stick him in a cage with the, uh, just throw it in there. Like yeah, the old Samsonite commercials. Yeah, well, that's how we figured the out, gorilla. like, you know, some stuff and didn't I, work. And I used it on myself several times, oh, yeah, too, tons before tons. I unleashed it on the clients. Yeah. And, and of course, I get that feedback every time they come back. I'm like, we use the um, sticker stuff on you, right? Yeah. What'd you think of it? Yeah. You know, yeah. so I, I can learn. Okay. And what, you left it on three days, right? Yeah, three days. Okay. You know, then that builds to my knowledge base and I can compare Absolutely. it against my other numbers and go, okay, this stuff is really working out almost always. There's been a couple of these. So those were tattoos that were like this they had this skin type and i can start building knowledge about this stuff yeah. and, and hone it and really get to know it totally. so uh, i mean that's half the game is okay. you know yep. doing so, something and then you yeah. know learning how it learning works so you can adjust yeah. learning curve yeah because yeah. that's the way we educate improve research and do not bake it in the sunlight <laughs> yeah yes. vampires are my favorite clients they're pale they never see the sun <laughs> yeah it's yep. perfect awesome. so what about techniques like one of my worst te worst ones was uh, a particular tattoo artist thought he was piercer uh, came up to me one night at a bar rather drunk and he goes you know I, I think I know what's wrong with your techniques and I'm like oh really that's interesting All what? Of them, huh? <laughs> and he goes you gotta put the, the needle in halfway then spin it and then push it in the rest of the way then oh, spin God. it what and I yeah, yeah I'm like Why? oh okay because uh, that way, that way you core it out. More of an auger effect. <laughs> yeah, nothing like making more scar tissue. Yeah, yeah like it's like it cause more trauma. Yeah, that's horrible. Oh lord. Um, what about tattoos? Uh, like back terrible. in the day, I remember before you know it advanced much. A lot of the really old school tattooers, when they were shading to get like really a subtle shade, they would like use the tattoo machine and like rough up the skin with like, like water. And yeah. then they would rub the ink. You remember that? And they rub the uh, black ink on it uh -uh. just by their finger or whatever. And I'm like, uh, oh, I went to work at a shop. That. I went to work at a shop like 
years after when I was tattooing, and this old time dude was in there. He's like, "You ever seen this?" And I was like, "Yeah." They stopped doing that for a reason because <laughs> it's not good. It's dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the one that I always heard all the time was, "You got to go really deep to get those dark colors." Nope. Nope. No. No. You don't oh, press you gotta, harder. You hit bone. You don't press harder. You don't run your needles out longer. You don't overwork the skin. And for God's sakes, if you did something with a bunch of really fine line like the stuff nowadays is. If your friend smacks the crap out of it when you're walking out the door, <laughs> smack the shit out of them because yeah. they can ruin mm-hmm. your tattoo. Or charge them for the touch-up if you yeah. get charged because... Well, they'll yeah, blow you know. lines out and stuff. I've seen yeah. lines like, just disintegrate. Yep. Yeah. Set from it. slapping them. Yeah, oh, that was the thing. got to set no, the ink. it's in there, dude. It ain't coming out. You're just causing more trauma to the area and extending the healing process, which opens yep. up more avenues and more chances for that tattoo exactly. not to heal well. So you suck. It's yep. a myth. <laughs> Bing! Busted. Yes. You're mean. You suck Meanie. If you want to be cool like that person, just go get a tattoo. Don't right. hate on them. You know? hey, don't be jealous. It's Nothing cool. Let's tattoo you too. And let's face it, a, a, a crack in the nuts is always funnier. It is. True. Yeah. It's and and I, haven't, I haven't tattooed nuts in weeks. So <laughs> you're way less likely to hit a tattoo. Yeah. I yeah. never get any nut tattoos. There's rarely tattoos on the oh. nuts. What's the capital of uh, Thailand? Bangkok. (laughs) 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 I've never tattooed nuts, just to set the record clear. I don't think I have either. They would be a terrible... I know all of you out there were wondering. The skin is horrible. As somebody who has pierced quite a few of them. Yeah. Quite a few scrotums. Maybe if they shaved them and Botoxed them and made them all smooth and stuff, it might be tattooable. It it is designed (laughs) to expand and contract. That's the whole point of it. Right. To create, you know, because... So how are you, yeah, that's like I don't want to tattoo like a wrinkled up fucking sack. It's, it's like drawing on a Walmart sack, a yeah, paper sack that's been crumpled up. Yeah, and exactly, then... <laughs> be horrible. <laughs> I can't imagine what it'd be like. That's like when that. girls used to get the like lower like pelvic tattoos. Yeah, they're like, oh, don't you like doing that? I'm like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. It's made to have babies come out of it, so it stretches. You know how far I got to stretch it to get a tight skin to tattoo it? Yeah, it's yeah. nutty. Yeah, my yeah, feeding it's... it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. For the longest time, and still, it's not one of my favorites. But stomachs no. were my oh. Damn it. More you enemies. Know? Where does she want it? Oh, on her stomach. Shit. Damn it. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's really... Sure you want it somewhere else? It's, uh, <laughs> it's tricky. The, yeah. the illusion of freehand being better than stenciled. Yeah, man. Uh, freehand. The nine, Most of your artists out there, guys, have drawn it freehand, <laughs> quote, on a piece of paper or another medium like an iPad. Right. Before they've stenciled it out to make it much easier and the size reference correct and the... You know, the relations of, you know, the eyes are straight, the ears are the same size, instead of just having to draw it on you. Like, if you want to pay me to draw a dragon on you for, like, five hours before we start tattooing yeah. it, yeah. great. And the, but I don't want to do that to you. We, that we've progressed past, yeah. thank God, because I've well, been in that situation right. where the drawing took Forever. half the time mm-hmm. the tattoo did. But, yeah. that, but that's not to say that there aren't those times where freehand uh, is the thing to do yeah. for, you know, fitting it and, you know, really tailoring it to mm-hmm. the body. And t- usually, more often now, because of the iPad and I can, you know, draw 300 it. scales and take forever on it and, re- you know, add more detail in a way. And uh, But I'll use that. I'll use freehand for kind of tucking in the edges and creating maybe background and, yeah. you know, pulling this out just a bit to make it fit a little better. Um, yeah. But there was years and years where I almost did exclusively, unless they brought me in something that was yeah. just, this is what I want. And it was like a logo or a family crusty kind of thing. I would freehand... On everything yep. you know yeah. uh but with the ipad and getting to take a picture or even a 3d uh 
file now we can do and pull that in and draw on that 3D arm or leg and really kind of get the whole feel of it down, yeah. then it, it's, it it's not as much of a waste of time. And that's right. the way I looked at it when I was doing a lot of freehand. It's like, you know, I'm wasting all this time drawing it and then it's not going to fit just right anyway. And I'm going to have to kind of redraw it mm -hmm. after I put it on. So I just got into the habit of that. But uh, a good meld between the two, Absolutely. you know, if, you've, if you can freehand and to tuck it in and really tailor it, and you, you've got it worked out beforehand, and you've got that good picture. I mean, it helps. It helps a yeah. ton. And like you know, most tattoos that you see, like any most ninety nine point nine percent of the custom stuff you see, even though they drew it out and developed it further and put it on you, something in that tattoo didn't set just exactly right, and they freehanded it without even saying anything to you. Like yeah, yeah. you know, it's got to be done. Know, the background or this or the hand didn't set right or whatever. Mm -hmm. Even with the old day flash, it was more of a point of reference. It had to be yeah. adjusted because I don't think people really, without doing it and mm -hmm. piercing, I get kind of an understanding of getting tattooed a lot. Is you're drawing something that's perfectly flat, and then it's got a curvature yep. when you put it on, so it's not going to be. Yeah, that's why freehanding is so uh, powerful yeah. yes. of a tool if you to have it in your toolbox. Yes. Because there are times where, yeah, that's what I would mean by I spend all this time drawing it, and then when it lays on the skin, it, I can't right. get it to lay like I wanted it. But with a pen drawing right on whatever yeah. it is, it. You it know, flows. it, it, it so, tailors it all by so itself. So do you think the prejudice on it comes back to, oh, if it's a stencil, it must be flash? Yeah, I think a they feel bit. like it's, yeah. you know, and I think it's just impressive for a lot of people to watch you draw on someone's body and, you know, make it right. work. You know, I mean, just watching an artist develop a drawing is impressive, yes. you know, yeah. to me, to most people. But mm -hmm. to do it on skin and... Yeah, it's um, on another level. I bit. think it just, they... It's it's a fun thing to say. This was drawn right on yeah, me, no. and then tattooed. There's just a bit of brag rights, or right. makes you feel a little more special about it. Yeah. But not everyone's like that. But a lot of people do see that as kind of a that's cool. That's yeah, not just he printed that. it and just stuck mm -hmm. it on there and needed right. some crush. Kind of like watching somebody do like when a it's not about striping all yeah. without doing any mask. Yeah, they just sit down and just start doing it. Yeah, and so yeah, some things really benefit. And are almost need to be freehanded, and other things really benefit. Like I'm doing your '87 Harley that your your dad gave you, right? Dude, I'm gonna stencil that. Mm -hmm. Do yeah. you have any? I try to draw a freaking motorcycle with a ballpoint <laughs> pen on a white piece right. of paper and yeah. nail it first time. Yeah. I mean, all the circles within circles and spokes and, and the chrome and the spacing Plus of the, the detail and yeah. the nuances of what it is to you know to make it what it is. So yeah, you know, so if an artist uses a stencil, it doesn't mean that they suck. Not you know, all. it's yeah. they're using the tool that's right for that job to get the best result. And the truth of the matter is, with lots of fine artists, you know, like painters, they actually use projections. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, and totally. people don't really realize well, it gets, that. It keeps your size reference correct. And, you know, you're not getting like, oh, the head's really bigger than the body or the eyes or this or that, you know. All, all that extra is just bragging rights. Right. It's yeah. what does it look like after you, the job is done? Because exactly. they're not going to know you used a projection. They're not going to know whether matter. you stencil it or not. The, they're going to the go, product. that's a good tattoo or a bad well, tattoo. So having reference there while you're doing something, even if it's a simple, it. there's nothing oh, wrong. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, Olivia, one of the a really popular artists, yeah. at least back in the day, yeah, and all her pinups. Nice. 
those were taken directly from a photo. Yes. Yeah. She's not just pulling that out of her head. Right. Yeah. And that takes nothing away from no, what it took to produce that piece of art. Yeah. You know, but some people look at that as kind of cheating or something. So yeah, everybody has know. their own level of what it takes to impress me. Right. Um, but, you know, it really, it to me, it's about the final result. Yeah. Does it look good? Did you do well or not? I don't care if, you know, if someone's doing my wood floor and they were reading out of a manual the whole time, but it mm -hmm. turned out flawless. Right. Awesome. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. That floor looks freaking good, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but, you know, if some guy <coughs> comes in little, and whittles it all with a, with a, with a you know, a knife yeah. and, and makes every, every slat and charges me 10 times more, that's no benefit to me. No. You it's know, cool. I, I'd rather cheese. just have it done right. beautifully. Yeah. So... But yeah, people are funny about right. that. Well, I've had a lot of customers ask lately, and like they don't really they don't realize a lot of times like what goes into it. Like, oh, you drew it on an iPad. Like, yeah, here you go. Here's the and the great thing about them is it keeps a record. You can hit the like replay yeah. video, and they'll watch you. Like, oh, you just drew this up. Like, yeah. Oh, and at the end it's like, oh, you spent twenty six hours on the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, before yeah. I ever tattooed you to develop like every nuance that I wanted to put into it, and, and you know, because it didn't start and out that way. We have posted some of those yeah. drawing things totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, a lot of people get a kick out of them. Yeah, you start drawing a snake, and you're like, okay, cool, here's the head, here's the body, here's the scales, blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, what if it had, like, it was coming through the trees, and you got a branch here, and then you put this there, and there's that there, and there's, like, you keep adding, because it keeps, you know, and uh, the yeah. look inspiring on, you. The look on people's faces when you show them those videos are the best, though. Yes. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, how, you know, because they really don't have a frame of reference right. how long it would take mm -hmm. to come up with some of these pieces that we do. And when you show them that it's 12 or 10 or 20 some or whatever, yeah, how many hours, the, <laughs> the, the look on their face is, is like, they had wow. no clue, yeah. you know, how much time we spend behind the scenes, just like that your favorite band that's up there performing for yep. 30 minutes, the hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of, of hours, hours just to do that. You don't, you, unless you've done it, you don't have a frame of reference. So right. being able to prove and show them on this device <laughs> that the time you spent on it mm -hmm. is, yeah, it's pretty sobering for some people. That's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah it is. Because a lot of customers ask, like, oh, how long do y'all work? Y'all are like here, like, what, one to eight? That's pretty awesome. I'm like, well, I get here at 12. <laughs> we open at one. I tattoo till eight. And then from 8 o'clock until about 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, me and Jack They're and Brent, drawing. a lot of us will stay here and we'll draw on the next day's stuff or whatever is coming up. Uh, you know, that, and then I'll go home and then I'll draw on draw. it for another few yeah. hours, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, that's really? Kinda, you know, I'm it like, just yeah. occurred to me like that's the curse of having an iPad. Yes. You know, because yeah. you can take it home with you. You can't, you don't have an excuse not to be working on it because. Yeah. Yep. Hey, you're taking a crap? Too bad. You've got your drawing studio right there, you know? Right. Really oh, you're sitting at home? No. You know, no. But before, you had to have your a studio uh, to have all of the equipment yep. that you needed as far as templates and sharpeners and pens and pencils and Light everything else and that goes along with it that, hey, you had to turn it off. You had yeah. to leave it at work at some point. Right. And uh, now... You don't. It's You can't. And that little <laughs> thing... You gotta learn. And that wonderful tool that the iPhones and iPads and stuff have, I don't know if droids do or not, but it tells you, your screen time this week is... Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, boy, no. has mine changed. Mine used to be like a few hours a week. I'd, you know, call somebody or text somebody or whatever and browse something. Now that I'm, like, on Procreate, <laughs> that thing's like, you've been on the iPad for 47 hours. <laughs> you need a yeah. step like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You need help. <laughs> you got eyeball cancer. You're <laughs> shutting down your iPad for two days for you your own good. You need to take a sleep. It's coming, people. <laughs> yeah, be freaking you, out. You, that can really affect your sight. Oh, it does. I wear glasses now. 
Um, yeah, it shreds my. Yeah, I wish you know what they need to do is they need to come out with something like the the Kindles. That's funny. It, the weird thing they about do Kindles, have that. they got the blue glints and glasses and stuff that like protects your eyes from the well the light and all the, that. The, the difference between Kindle, the Kindle White, and they may not be able to do it in color. In that yeah, movie. that's the, the the drawback. Uh, the light reflects onto the screen instead of out to you. Yeah, there's not a light bulb that you're staring at. It's yeah. not backlit. It's, no, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's but you can't do it in weird. the dark. No. No, you can't do it while suck. you're laying in bed. Oh, you can asleep. read. Not in the dark. But you can't draw it. Because it's not backlit. Uh, you have to have a light. In the well, no, no. This yeah. has actually, the the screen, the glass, Shines has light that it. projects oh, down to, it? to the screen. Mm. Okay. All right. Instead of having it okay. the other so way around. So it's reverse illuminated. Yeah. Yeah. It's not backlit. It's front lit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. My wife can they me that create a brace that, you know, like while you're laying down in bed that you can... Oh, Draw they got it. That would be awesome. Yeah, so it holds it for you. But holding up your yeah. arm, unless you've got oh, a pillow yeah. just right. Yeah, I want a little yeah. rig that holds my arm so I can just draw. Yeah. Mm. And I drop your pencil on your face. And right yeah. in your freaking eye. Right in your eyeball. Yeah. Yeah. Always in the eye. Every time. The other night, my <laughs> wife was like, oh, you're getting up to go draw again? Like, I'm like, well, I've got tomorrow I work and I've got to have this ready, you know? Yeah. It's not quite there. Mm. She's like, well, can you, can you maybe do it in here? And I'm like, yeah, I can, I can figure out and put some pillows around to, you know, set up the draw. She's like, well, can you do it with the music off and the lights out? And I'm like, yeah. no. Like, uh-uh. come on, dude. No. You mean to draw in the dark and the silence? No. Doesn't not happening. Like that. Not yeah. happening, dude. Yeah. Thank God we love it. You know, it's oh, yeah. not like going home and smacking yourself in the face with a hammer for six hours. Well, we yeah. stay here because this place feels like home. You've, you've put yeah. a lot of effort, and thank yeah. you, into making this place where, like, when I leave home, I don't feel like I've left home when I get here. I'm yeah. at home. Right. Yeah. Like I, you know, I don't or yearn to go home because, hell, I'm at home when I'm here. Yeah, yeah, I like it, too, because it's just got that, you know, that energy in it. You know, you've got all yeah. these people being creative, and, you know, in, in this space, it kind of just has this seasoning. It, it pulls just maybe yes. just that little more out or you know it's like our own mini convention like you know what i mean <laughs> Kinda, yeah. and it's like inspiring. i like how we do you know i've got i've got a customer came in once uh i want a polka dotted zebra with you know a lion attacking it in uh in fantasia and i'm like how the hell <laughs> I, and i tell you two guys and both of you start sketching and then like all three of us sketch yeah and then we compare <laughs> them at the end and we're like Oh shit! That's a great way. I didn't even think about looking at it like that. Like Some, you know, sometimes you need a jump start. Yeah, you need you know, that. And you that, need, that I feed off of it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, you need that spark or that push down the hill and pop that clutch a little bit, and then you're like, boom. Okay, now it, yeah. it flows. Yeah, because I'm only seeing it one way, and then you right. two guys come at a totally different angles, and I'm like, whoa! I didn't even see those streets. Yeah, it's crap. A that's big, awesome. It's a big benefit, and yeah, I dude. think any artist, any group of artists in the shop, it's probably not real common now, but I know before people were way more protective of mm-hmm. their tricks. Yeah. yeah, like doing homework or, or taking a test to get their arm up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, be looking. that's like one of the reasons we were talking about aftercare, I think, in part was... Yeah, know, nobody wanted to know what worked. They didn't want to share. Yeah, yeah nobody wanted to share with anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, if, and, and again, if the client's coming back and not being straight with, well, I did this and did that and really wanted to get to the bottom of getting a better heel next time, and they're embarrassed or they're afraid of cost or whatever, that's only, push, that's only extending the timeline of getting of to... Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, it, it just so much helps to have that wealth of knowledge. That's why there's really, you know, no no comparison to just right. time on the job, you know, and experiencing and all these different things that are going to occur. Yeah. And you could, you know, plumb or tattoo or do whatever for a lifetime, and you're still not going to run into everything. Yeah. That's why if you've got a buddy who has, and he's going, hey, I've run into this, and I did this, and it's getting better, Boom. I think that's the thing that people miss these days. Like in the apprenticeship, well, like, well, it only took him like just a few weeks to teach me the basics of blah, blah, blah. Well, (laughs) yeah, but 
all that other experience you got for the rest of that apprenticeship and like how to interact with people, mm, how yeah. to handle customers that are going to be, because you're going to have a, a customer that's hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a situation that's odd. You're going to have, shit's going to come up. How to yeah. know when something's yeah, And how to wrong. deal with it, right. And that's, how to fix That's it. what you're learning is that experience, that, that yeah. knowledge of how to deal and how to carry yourself, how to react. Yep. And a lot of people these days don't, they don't, this information network highway we have. Well, I read from A to B in the book, and that's all there is, they, is A to B. But, they know how to start it, and they know where the yeah. gas is, and that's all they yeah, care about. But you don't know what to do if something runs in front of you, or right. the rain's real hard, or, you know, how to shift gears up. or anything else. But you yeah. can make it go. Yeah, you yeah, know, totally. you can drive a car, um, and, you know, yeah, but yeah. not good. Right? <laughs> One of the important parts of going through an apprenticeship is learning discipline yes. yeah, and work ethic. Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because, and, not, and not everybody gets that. No. Nope. It's not an excuse yeah. to be lazy. And I think the people that have a hard time with it and aren't happy with tattooing, uh, much like maybe a teacher who thinks having summers off is cool and teaching really isn't much of a job, <laughs> no. yep. they get disillusioned really fast and right. then they start uh, holding that against the profession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's not the profession's fault. It's, it's it like, just no. wasn't what you thought it was or what yeah, you wanted it, it to be. You it's know? like better celebrities and rock stars. Right. right. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot of work. No, uh, the reality. Really gather what that's, you know, when you're 14 and you're buying your first guitar or whatever, mm-hmm. you're, and your fantasy is when you actually you you make star, it there. Yeah. There's a lot of things about it that suck. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. But not only that, like you've got this idea of what being a rock star is and what it takes to get there. And the reality of what it is to get there and be there is, is a, a whole other thing. Again, you've seen the 30 minutes on stage. You haven't right. seen the yeah. 30 hours it took just yeah. to do that one. Yeah. Yeah. Anything three that's hours good the three is years. going to be work. It's going to take effort. Absolutely. And just thinking that, you know, you got there, well, you know. Yeah. You're, if you're, you're doing something and you feel like it's consuming you to learn it, you're on you're the right almost path. There. <laughs> you're on the right path. Right. Almost. And yeah. if you have a job where you feel like you're never finished, yep, you're, you're on the right direction. Yeah, yeah exactly. always a student, never a master. Because yeah. I, yeah, because I was explaining to somebody the other day, they're like, "Oh, you only work those hours," and I'm like, "You don't understand." <laughs> For the minute I walk in the building, no matter what time that is, I have something I need to be doing. Yep. Like, uh, you know, there was times in my career where I could probably sit back and play a video game occasionally yeah. or something. Not anymore. Not anymore. And, on, no. and on the way home, you're thinking about all the stuff that you didn't get to that you still need to do. And yeah. I, yeah. Or in, in wondering what I can do on the laptop. Yep. Yeah. You can't leave. You're How never early leave. do I got to be there tomorrow to get some of the stuff I didn't get done today I mean, done that needs to be done? Yeah. Oh, it's crap. like I spent all last weekend setting up this purchase order, this jewelry order I did. Yeah. And getting it into the inventory system. Yeah. Yep. It's a lot of behind the scenes work that a lot of people don't take, you know, they don't, they don't see, they don't know. Yeah. And they, you and know, the we're all guilty of that, I guess, of looking at someone in a profession that it looks like they're having the time of their life and they're making great money or whatever it is. They've got something that you want by doing what they do. And it looks super easy. Yeah. We've all at one point, you know, been jealous of that and right. went, man, they're screw that. They but don't looking back. deserve that or they that's too much or whatever. You have no frame of reference for yes. what they are going through right. and what they went through to be that person. And a key mark of somebody who does make it look like, oh man, you know, you do, you do envy that. That's a sign that somebody's put a lot of hard work in, and they because they're good at making you see only the fun, good part of it. Right. Making it look yeah. easy. Like, yeah, That's they make it look easy. Exactly. I don't like to be uh, videotaped when I'm piercing because I make it look easy. Oh yeah, yeah, true. And it's just yeah, because you've done it so long, yeah. and you'll make people think, "Oh, I can oh, do that. that." And then the next just, thing you know, just inserting that needle, yeah. you know. I had customers that. say that, like yeah. when back in the street shop days, when I was doing like a little name or something. Like it takes me like 
four or five minutes to write a name on you with a tattoo machine? Like, yeah, because I've drawn letters for 20 something years and they're like, oh, well, I'm going to pay 50 bucks for that. Well, like, yeah, but it only took you two minutes. That's <laughs> because I've taken 20 years or so to develop how to do that that way in that time. Yeah, like I could have stretched it out. I could have I mean, put you, know, you in yeah. discomfort and taken more of yeah. the yeah. time of your day just to do it to make I, you yeah. feel like you're getting a value again. It's what the outcome is that matters. Yeah. Whether yeah. it took what me six seconds or six yes. days, mm-hmm. it looks perfect. Right. And that's the process to get there. You that's know? what you're paying for. You're not paying. You know, if you're paying to get it done quick or take forever, go somewhere else. Yeah. If you're paying to get it done the best that I can, that the person can possibly do, then and come here. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just a simple tattoo. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah, an it's easy one. It's super simple. I just want like, the outline of a house with some shingles and some bricks and some and I, and I want flowers. It this big. And I want it all in three inches. And I wonder why, <laughs> if it's that easy, why don't you do it yourself? Yeah, <laughs> it's only tracing. Yeah. I've heard that, that one, and I do make the joke like when people ask me, but it is re- really at the root of the reason why I've never really just even considered tattooing, is I'll make the joke that I didn't like coloring as a kid. Yeah. And that's what it is. I don't have that drive that you guys do to sit down for four and a half, yeah, 27 hours yeah. to draw something out. I'd, I'd make the outline and go, hey, I'm over it. There it is. It's a brick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to sit there and shade off every corner. I heard a guy say that one time. He's like, I don't know why it's so hard about what you do. You just, uh, every drawing is just a bunch of lines. I'm like, but it's how the lines go together. Yeah. Whether it looks like a chick's beautiful face or like a steaming pile of poop yeah. with corn <laughs> in it with flies flying around it, dude. And it's the same way with, it, with piercing. It's like a lot of people look at it and they're just like, they just looks really easy. Yeah. And it's, a, it's like, no, there's a difference between where I'm going to put this and where you would put this. It's well, a perception thing. Yeah. Like, sometimes people just don't have that, you no, know, that, yeah. that it's it's hard for them to picture, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. from that well, point of view. And Chris Garver on Miami Inc., and I referenced this so far back because I watched Miami Inc., and then there was Hart and Huntington that came out. Those were the first two shows mm-hmm. that I was aware of on TV. I watched both of their first two seasons just to check it out because there had never been anything like that, and I haven't watched any since. Mm-hmm. But this really jumped out to me, and it hit me. It was one of those things that hits you kind of funny at first, and then when you think about it, you love it. You're like, yeah. oh, um, he, the camera guy or someone on while he was tattooing says, man, that looks really easy. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, if you know what you're doing, it is. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. But that's the part. You got to know what you're doing. And exactly. that takes a lot. And we've all yep. had that experience where we break something on our car or the toilet or what have you. And we sit there and try to fix it. Yeah. Right. And the more you fix it, the more the broken it, it becomes. Yeah. Yep. And then you finally call an expert, and the expert comes in, and in two minutes, they fix it up. up. I'd love for people to be able to go back and see, like, when I was an apprentice, and I'm in the back tattooing on a piece of fat back or Mm. a melon, and I'm just, like, sweating profusely, and like, oh, God, oh, I messed up there. Oh, God, Mm. oh, oh, no, I wasn't supposed to do that. Oh, no. Like, you know, all that time before I ever could sit down and, like, on a customer and put something on them confidently and, and successfully... Like, there was a long, long journey. I remember sitting in the back thinking, I'm never going to learn all of this and stuff this, that I have to learn to do this. The right. sleep like, lost. It's just impossible. Just, yeah. yeah. It's more than becoming a doctor. This is unreal. And it really <laughs> you know? goes with, with everything. You know, people will say, man, I wish I could draw like that. I go, practice. You, you can. You can if you <laughs> have I, the I drive said, to practice. I said, you just don't want to draw like that enough to do it. Yep. I bet you would love to learn, to, you know, to play guitar. A lot of people would. Yep. You can. It's right. just not important enough. To you don't want in. too bad enough to do it. 
That's all. And that's not wrong or right. We can only do so many things. But you have to understand, if you want something, if you want to be a race car driver, you can. Yeah, I want to go fast. You just have to go do it. And you have to want it bad enough to get kicked in the nuts as much (laughs) as it's going to take, no matter how many it is, to get it. So I wasn't born with this magic ability to just draw something and, you know, (gasps) and someone liked it. You know, maybe some people do. And that's awesome. Mm -hmm. But me, I had to teach myself and learn and work at it to to do it. And uh, so where I come from and from my point of view, I wanted it bad enough. Yeah. Was willing to, it was that reward. I had been asked nothing that was overpriced to get that. Right. You know, where some people, Oh man, it'd be cool to be an astronaut. Then then (laughs) go be a freaking astronaut. You just don't want, it's not that they're special or talented or anything else. They, whatever it is inside them wanted that bad enough that they, became that yeah, they're willing to do the, put the time and effort in it wasn't right. yeah it, it, part of it is is like i'll usually it's like well i don't know how you go about doing that and it's like well, okay well they do the freaking research well in our day you had to go find a out and yeah. read a book or find somebody that yeah, did it that would did. talk to you and not throw you out of the shop had to go to but Chicago these days shit you can get... google books the internet like the, the information is just infamous yeah. right. now you know to start finding stuff out but yeah that's it kind of makes sense now when i was a kid growing up I remember my mom and dad always be like, you know, you can do or be anything you want to be. Mm-hmm. And I used to think, well, true. I can't be a astronaut or a rock star. Yeah, yes, you, you can. can. Yeah, you can. If you're willing to buckle down and do the work and do what it takes and required of you to do that, and you're willing to put that effort and time in, then you can. Yeah. That's the big question, though. Are you willing to sacrifice going out and riding your bicycle with your buddies to study and do the test? Are you willing to sit at home and draw when everybody else is at the swimming pool? Are you, you know, what is it that you want to do and are you willing to pay the price for it? There it's that drive and desire. Yeah. It's how much you value you it. you got to want yeah. it, man. And paying that price may be something that you're not willing to give up. Yeah. Like, and that's and the part and that, that I think wrong with most that. people don't figure out. And that is. might be sitting on the couch doing nothing, blaming everybody else. That might be what yeah. you value, right. which is what you're getting what you need for as much as you're willing to pay. Right. Even though you'd want to do all these things, it ain't worth it. That, it ain't worse with that cost. Yeah. You know? or, yep. or becoming somebody you don't want to be or you look down on yeah. because other to, people value to, that a lot and then you, exactly. you go through everything it took to get there just to get what you wanted from the people that yeah. thought you were going to be great for doing that yeah. and you're going to left wanting you're going to yeah. left hollow and empty and you're going to resent all those people because they didn't give you that <laughs> feeling that you need right. to feel like you have worth and you didn't value chase what you want and that is your lesson today, folks. Yep. <laughs> well, go, it's, go for your dreams. Nuggets of knowledge right here at Skin Kitchen. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like... Pass the LSD, man. It's like at least one, at least one drunken conversation with Paul. He kept trying to, he was trying to get me to join Slipknot. Yep. And the thing that popped in my head is, I don't want to be in a metal band. Right. Now, I could have done that. Mm-hmm. I could have, you know, I don't know whether or not anything would have came out of it, but I could have toured the world with him, possibly. Yeah. But I, I, I no. I had that I, same I, thing happen with Clown. It's he, like I don't want to be in a metal band. Yeah. I, Before they had Chris Vane, they were looking for that uh, oh, second yeah. percussionist, and I was tattooing him, and he was talking about it, and he goes, "Do you drum? Do you?" And I go, "Yeah. I mean, I I can keep a beat, and I you know I have timing and all that." And he goes. 
well, dude, you come try out, man. We need, you know, we need another blah, blah, blah. And I'll tell people, some people that story and they'll look at me like, why the fuck aren't you in Slipknot right now? Yeah. And, and, well, because, yeah, it would have been cool to be an astronaut, but I didn't want it that bad or I no, would have been exactly. an astronaut or the guy in Slipknot that banged on the other right. drum. You know, obviously I wanted and, to tattoo more. And Yeah. Uh, and you would have had, like me, I would have probably eventually give up piercing. Right, yeah, totally. Um, at the time, I was doing a lot of live music promotions. I would have had given that up. Mm-hmm. Wasn't worth the uh, cost. My kid was young, two, so I'd be out of his life for yep. uh, two years at a time, with maybe a break of about four weeks here and there. Yeah, you know, it's just it was too much for me to give. There's a lot of payments yeah. besides just the time and your effort into things. Like, don't don't get me wrong. Like, you want to be an astronaut? Great. You're yeah. going to sacrifice a lot of things in your life. To be able to put that time and effort in to do that, or you know, and that's where it is for people. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to walk away from a hundred something thousand dollars job a, a year job and sleep on a table in a couch in a tattoo shop to learn how to tattoo? <laughs> yeah. You know, because you've already made it to this, but this is only what you want to do. Okay, cool. Well, to do this, you got to put all this time and effort into it. Are you willing to give all that up? Yeah. to come do this it's just it's the you same know? thing as college <clears throat> or an apprenticeship yeah that's you know 90 percent, 95 percent of what you study and learn in in college you <clears throat> don't use no matter what your profession is nope. no. that is just the hoops to show these people that have the knowledge to teach you okay they're committed they, they walk through drive. that fire they yep. really want it and they're going to respect it yep. and that's what an apprenticeship is is they're going to put you through the trials they're going to see if you got it they're going to see how bad you want it yeah before they're going to unlock the doors of yeah. you know right. this the to knowledge. you, so yes. it's not it's not straight up to torture you. It's hoops because guess what? There's more than pe- more people than just you that want to be a tattoo right. guy or a tattoo girl or a doctor or oh, a, a lawyer or anything else. Yeah. So we we got to make sure that out of all these people, you're the one. how bad do you want it? No, because you're going to be yeah. the best yeah. of those people that go, man, it'd be cool, but. I don't want to do that. Right. They are throwing butts at you and butts at you. And if you come through all that, like through your apprenticeship after, you know, you've been, you know, used and treated and abused, as you might think. (laughs) Right. There's a reason for that because you're not worth their time if you can't go through that. Show me how bad you want it. And if you're offended by it and you think it's bullshit, that worked because you did not want it. Yeah. And you're going to pay for it. That's what it's there for. Right. You're going to pay for it in relationships because it will affect it. It affects yeah. everything oh, in yeah. your life. And everything. you have to have that crystal clear focus. Yeah, you got to have that dedication to stay on task and keep true to it. You know? yeah. You're not getting taught how to run a register. Right. You know? It's <laughs> just like boot camp kind of. You know, you break them down in your heart on them to see who's, who can't m- do this. Exactly. There's yeah. a reason. Like, you know, if you, you, I can't afford to get you all the way here to where I'm at and then have you break down. Oh, well, I can't do this. I've wasted numerous amount of uh, time, effort, and uh, resources on you. You've wasted your time, effort, and resources to, to do nothing, to wind up in zero because you can't do it. Yeah. Like, and a lot of the one things of I'll, I asked you to do, that wasn't to teach you shit. No. <laughs> it was to teach me yeah. who you are exactly. and if you've yeah. got it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, a, it's an interview, you know. It's, yeah. a, it's an interview that goes on as long as it has to for Absolutely. you to show the person that you're worth the time possibly years of these days you have you i'll hear this a lot from apprentices well i don't make enough money or i don't all right it's when you're an apprentice you're not doing this to make a living or money you're you got to survive yes but you're getting knowledge the knowledge that you are learning to do your craft that's your payment that's what you're going to carry on and you can do this job anywhere in the world anywhere 
anyhow without anybody else to hold in your hand. In the West, that's what you're getting paid it's with. A, it's like it's a trade. But, it's, know, a, it's a college. It's it, a trade school and worth way more than money. But yeah, it's you got to grind it out. Usually, uh, you know, yeah. do another job on the side and sacrifice sleep. Sacrifice I remember family. doing that a lot. I delivered pizzas. Uh, ran, you know, oh, all kinds of stuff. The number of part-time jobs. I had yeah, I had like three out. or four part-time jobs when I uh, yeah, was apprenticing. I cooked well, at two restaurants. Yeah, the I was last a world-renowned DJ when I left that to do that. The last time somebody hit me up and they were like going, oh, I, yeah, I can't afford to do this any longer. I'm like, so if you're going to college for four years, what the hell would you do? Yeah, you cop out or what? Get a cost of living loan? Uh, what? Take on a part-time job. Uh, That's the thing. They don't want to deliver pizza or work here. at McDonald's. It's the same thing. To here. get through. It's the damn kids these days. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people don't. That's that sacrifice we talked about. Yeah. yeah. Well, it took a lot for me. I had to swallow some pride to deliver pizzas from being like ranked in the top 10 DJs in Vegas <laughs> to delivering pizzas from my mother's pizza shop so I could afford to pay for a place to stay to what? crash on a couch to learn how to tattoo. Yeah, what's funny is I went back to delivering pizzas and I like was really nostalgic about it until I actually started doing it. And I'm like, God, this job You're like, what this am I sucked. doing? Yeah, this sucked. Now yeah. this sucks then. What was I it was like when you think back to high school for a lot of people and it was like, man, it was so simpler oh, no. and all that stuff. Yeah. No, you just don't remember as much of the shit. Mm. Well, and you start thinking, you're like, <laughs> God, have I really not gone anywhere? Here I am delivering pizzas again. <laughs> Like, after all the shit I've gone through and done, I'm delivering fucking pizzas I think that, again. I think, like, yeah. Jesus. I think that was your calling then. Yeah. It just kept sucking you back in. Obviously, it it scratches your itch. It's just in there. See, and that's always the difference between a job and a career. Careers so we got to wrap this take, up. i got to go work for pizza yeah. in a minute. I'm yeah, careers, <laughs> careers take work. It yeah. does. It's a they, lot of they effort. They take sacrifices. It really does. But yeah, the rewards usually, are awesome. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, if you can make it that long. And mm-hmm. you have to have to learn that early on and just deal with it yeah. or find and even else if you do. work that as hard as you had to to get what you thought you wanted and it wasn't it you're you still have to have pride in yourself that i wanted it and i got it you did yeah it, it didn't quite get that work itch out the way you wanted. but i'm gonna go do i'm gonna go do with that i what i think yeah. is now not only just to prove i can because that yep. might be what really opens up my life and what my right. passion really is so you can't lose no, no. You know? and if it wasn't your thing Guess what? You still got the knowledge of it. You still got that to fall back on. You yeah. still got that in your arsenal to use to and, your benefit and prove that you can get yeah, it. Yeah, and you've mm-hmm. got the the aptitude that you've learned that you can. Do, you've got the stick to. You can do this. You can and, do anything you want. And take what you learned getting there. It's like a lot of yeah. people. You know, if their desire is, you know, the more money they make, the more successful they are, or something. If they have a successful business, well, what am, I'm going to open up another one. And that's going to be way easier because I've done it and I know I can do it. (laughs) Now, it's still the same hurdles and hoops, but not only do I kind of know those hurdles and hoops because I've been there before, but I've done it before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so it gets Mm -hmm. easier each time you do it because you've proven to yourself it's obtainable. So it gets easier every time and then you have a bunch of businesses. Yeah. You know, uh, it's really... I can't remember who said it, but it was like some financial advisor, like he does a lot of investment. But he said, you know, I want to invest in people that haven't failed at least once. No. Right. Mm. Oh, me yeah. either. You gotta, and it's like, yeah. it's like you, you learn more sometimes from that experience than you would ever. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, making a mistake, yeah, making a mistake is yeah. very educational. Yeah. It's the best education. It's it way to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Then you, yeah. you're not so apt to do that later. Like, you know, you don't success, success, success. Oh, I had one setback. Everything falls apart and I yeah. lose everything because, you know, I've never failed. Right. That's not going to teach you anything. Yeah, no. you're not going to even believe that it's your fault. Right. You know, yeah. well, it's got to be someone else's <laughs> fault. I'm always 
done it right. I'm always yep. perfect. Everything I've done, I've succeeded. I've gotten a ribbon every time. Yeah. So what screwed me this time? Why didn't time? I get a trophy this time? No, life is mostly <laughs> fails. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know? But at the same time, they, you know, they do learn this from their this stuff from their parents. And right. part of the reason why they learn it from their parents, this attitude, this idea of not being wrong. Is because their parents won't re- admit that they're wrong when they are wrong. Yeah, man. Just because you like, can't beat them anymore. Well, yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can legally. You just yeah, own yeah. your mistakes, people. Be you know, be accountable for yourself, and nobody can hold you back but you. Yeah. Oh my God. You learn to play guitar, you loser. <laughs> God, we've been going for an hour and fifteen minutes. There you go. There's that your long. <laughs> that felt really long. That felt. Yeah, that's I what think, she I said. Think we should wrap this one up. Okay, Long go away, people. Stay thin. off my yard. And this is the final episode of season three. We'll oh, be starting season four next. We went month. out with a bang. Yeah, yeah. that was and, a long and long. gun noises and kids gun on noises. the grass. Pew pew pew. 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 Okay, I wanna I wanna go home now. Um, so if you like this, <laughs> give us give us a likes, give us a thumbs ups, and uh, I got pee. stuff. <laughs> subscribe, hit that notification bell, uh, or just subscribe where you're listening. Also, check out our merch store. Stuff to buy. Until next time, here's hoping all your tattoos and piercings heal with ease and without a single issue. And if you're in the Des Moines, Iowa area, hope to see if your body piercing are in tattooing needs in the future. Have a good day, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks, guys. Bye, Bye, guys. Don't pick it.